This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It includes a wide variety of people, places, and things, but at its heart, at its core, it is all about sports, it is all about our culture, and it is all about our family. And since it's about the Auburn family, I've got to bring in an Auburn family member to discuss with me, and that person always is, Mr. Austin Scott, joining me once again on the Auburn Experience Podcast, episode 18. Sir, welcome back in. Hey, Kyle War Eagle. Glad to be back. We have made it to not really a second year of podcasting or these episodes, but we've made it to a second year. And that's still amazing to me that we've kept this thing going and that people enjoy it. And so I'm excited about it. I'm happy 2023 to you. If you're listening to this live, we, it is 2023 and uh, it's been a, it's been an awesome start to the year so far for Auburn, you know, a whole lot of areas. And I'm looking forward to diving into it with you. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about and that's the problem when you take a break everything happens and you would think you know just it being christmas and that everything that comes with that that would be enough but boy did auburn sports especially have a crazy just you know couple weeks here but even weekend it's you know i I was itching to get back on here with you austin and just talk about some of these things that have occurred rumors and all, all that kind of stuff that we throw into the everything that we call uh, the Auburn experience. So normally we open up the show with just kind of what's hot, but I've called it and I even texted you and said this week, we're yeah. going to call this Auburn potpourri because literally it's, you just choose what you want to talk about. Like even from just this weekend, I put out a tweet on my personal account and just said, I think it was, and I actually went to the swim meet for a very brief time, but I went to the swim meet here in Atlanta, you know, swimming, gymnastics, recruiting, revenge, just, you know, in basketball, all yeah. kinds of things. If you wanted something Auburn this week end, you got it. And, you know, it can include anything from the break. So take your pick, sir, for this first segment. What do you want to discuss first or just kind of hit on real quick? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, to follow up on what you're saying, you know, that while the spring semester doesn't really have doesn't have football games. That's kind of what you get the entire spring semester. It, it's crossover season, and it's just bang, bang, bang. Anything on a whole diversified level of Auburn you want, you're going to get it all the way almost up until graduation. So um, that's the exciting part of it. This weekend was a great start to it, no doubt. Um, my wife and I were watching the Auburn basketball game on the TV, and she found – while you're eating Chick-fil-A hash browns, which are apparently bland <laughs> at the same time as, as good. That, so. That's a pregnancy tip for all our uh, pregnant listeners out there. Uh, but uh, Only on had, this show. Only on this show. Had the Auburn basketball game up in front of us on TV, and my wife had the, the gymnastics Super 16, I think they called it, yep. uh, tournament out in Las Vegas where that Auburn gymnastics was involved in. Um, and so it was awesome. It was good to see the gymnastics team back out and, and some new faces kind of finding their footing on where, where they're going to fall in the rotation against some stiff competition, uh, had some slip ups and had some steps out yeah. of bounds and, and some rust to kick off. But, um, I mean, Suni Lee already went in the all around again, already having a 10 again. Uh, she's picking up where she, and she's where she left off and she's looking to go into her second season and, and the last of her Auburn career with a bang. So, um, really excited gymnastics is back. My wife and I are just big gymnastics fans. I yeah. don't know if I ever would have said that. And, and you can say it's, 
you know, Suni Lee came to town or not, but, and that, that might've gotten us what's in the door uh, regularly. Um, but it's just so much fun to follow and be around. It's fast paced um, and, and just exhilarating. And so we loved having gymnastic season back next week. I think Auburn goes to Gainesville for a big, big meet. And then they're at home for the first time against Arkansas the Friday after that. So we're really looking forward to that. And uh, that was kind of, I know. I mean, the basketball game was fun, and I'm sure we'll right. touch on it. But that kind of being back in gymnastics, getting started, was a, a fun touch to our weekend. Yeah, we're going to talk about basketball and more of a holistic view here shortly. But just on the gymnastics front, first of all, this was the first time this has ever been done. The Super 16, mm-hmm. being the inaugural event that they're. I guess when you say inaugural, that means that you're going to try to do it every single right. year. Um, folks, in the inaugural event, Auburn gymnastics was included in that. Now, listen, that's not like acting like we were irrelevant in the gymnastics space, but for the longest time, even before SUNY Lee, and we kind of started making ourselves relevant before SUNY Lee got here, you know, Auburn was just kind of like mid uh, and not from lack of trying and lack of ever, but it was a very like, I don't uh, want to know what the word or phrase to use is here, but uh, you, it was hard to break into the elite of gymnastics because you had your Alabamas, right. your LSUs, Florida's, you had your Oklahoma's. Uh, I think Utah has been in there too. And mm-hmm. UCLA's, all of those big names with gymnastics. And then Auburn burst onto the scene and is, you know, making waves. Darian Goborn, you know, was one of our yeah. most recent individual titles before SUNY Lee did that. So having SUNY here has been obviously helpful, but Auburn has been doing that since before she got here. She's just only amplified the attention that gets on her. I mean, they used her headlining the event. That was incredible. So like that, unfortunately got kind of lost this weekend a lot because we're going to talk more about gymnastics this season, but just keeping to the potpourri theme with basketball, which we'll talk about, but recruiting as well. I mean, yeah, crazy football weekend. recruiting was nuts this week. And I thought here was Kyle thinking, oh, man, first January weekend. I'm not going to the game. I got nothing on my plate. I can you know, do creative things here for E2C Network. Nope. Auburn, Coach Freeze. Dang it, Trevon Reed. We weren't done yet. And he wouldn't let me have a dang moment to breathe the entire weekend. I mean, literally every single, for like 24 hours, it was like almost like every couple of hours. Ding, here comes somebody else. Here come the eyes on the Twitter sphere. I mean, I could not catch my breath. But thank, and I'm happy about that. You don't hear me Absolutely. that I'm complaining, yeah. folks. But I mean, what did you think about all those recruits coming in for football transfer or otherwise? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing I was going to mention is, is with the portal, a lot of, uh, attention gets put on it because it it's new it's crazy it's kind of but i mean there was a whole mix of portal guys high school guys for auburn committing over the last you know 72 hours uh that is huge news and fantastic and so um it was big you think about you know school starts this week for auburn university in the second semester starts a lot of places over the next two weeks and so there is a, if you want to be in spring practice well you are a student athlete you have to be enrolled in school school starts this week and so you know it's natural to think all right well this is a lot of times for guys to be making their decisions which is crazy to me that guys are making their decisions on where they're going to be in college days from before they need to be on campus and can, in I, class. can I break the news to you there are seventh graders committing at this point that's how yeah. bad it's gotten yeah but as someone who works at a school and sees a lot of seventh graders then I'm just 
No. Since no. when has a seventh grader <laughs> made a life choice that was going to a last, but also be a good decision at that point? I mean, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Just absurd, but lots of good pickups for Auburn. They're still working the portal. They're still working the high school ranks and, and trying to finish uh, strong and with talent. And that so far they've done it. And it's, it's admirable to me. Uh, props to Coach Freeze and the staff that they've kind of put together, you know, since he's been hired just in the last couple months on who they've been able to get on campus and uh, and the holes they've been able to fill. No quarterback yet from the portal. And I think that's kind of what everybody's looking to see next. Is that going to happen? Are they going to ride it out? You know, we talk about the portal and we think of waves of guys kind of right off the end of the regular season. And we saw a bunch. And then as bowls would end, we saw a bunch. And the national championship will be over tomorrow night. I think you'll see a few there. And then after that, it's kind of like a waiting game. And then it's after spring practice, guys get to see where they're at. Or maybe, you know, they're not meshing with the new coaching a new coaching staff, so they want to go somewhere else. Um, so it's definitely not over. No time to hit the panic button. That'll fall on deaf ears with Auburn Twitter, I'm sure. But uh, there's there's still plenty out there. And uh, that's it's kind of made it a year-round thing, Kyle, right? Like we get to follow recruiting year round there is no more right up until the winter months and right before signing day in february it is all the time man okay you're gonna make me be an old crotchety man and you sent me a tweet or a text about that recently yes (laughs) listen i enjoyed the heck out of early february looking forward to that because it was like the one thing that or one of the few things that got me in the wait period to football better so you like you know championship game happens in january you got to wait about a month and then there's signing day then you basically wait for march to get done before april the spring game comes and then you've got that long period from may to june to july like there were all these stepping stones to help me get to that point and now we have to smash what basically is early signing day but is essentially the national signing day now with you know everything else like it's just I, that's I, that's what grinds my gears, sir. And oh, um, I, I'm going to leave it at that. But I'm just thankful that we are obviously making big waves. Uh, and I just, at, at the same token, last crotchety old man, thing, just give me a break, Auburn, just for one day, like 24 hours, less than one commit. I, at the same time, there's people screaming at me for how dare you even be mad at that. But I, I think you're going to be busy for a couple more days, Kyle. Oh, but, God, uh, you'll get a break. You'll get a break here don't soon. Don't do this to me. Once don't. we get school rolling, you'll be fine. Don't. Just, I, thought, I thought we was done yet. <laughs> Future oh, Von Reed. That's right. You just got to just read the book I, I sent you a picture of and, and you'll be okay. Okay. All right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk about this uh, basketball team that has given us um, highs and lows since we were last together on the podcast. About a two to two and a half week break that we had there, give or take a few days. So a lot has happened. Now, I should have looked this up before we started. Did we cover the west coast trip like in reviewing it before we got or we left for our last episode do you remember we did we uh we discussed who might we want to see who might each of us want to see on another west coast trip if we had if we got to pick so yeah we did talk about it 
So we saw the struggles against, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, Memphis before that. You know, that was the first loss right. at the Galen Center. And then the, re- the re- rebound and response at Washington. So that's right. kind of what we left it at. And then, since that time, SEC conference play started. Florida game, which was a pretty – it was a scary game, which yeah. I wasn't surprised by, to be honest no. with you, even in Auburn Arena. Uh, but also had great storylines with that. You had the Georgia Neville, game. Neville Arena. <clears throat> Did what did I say Auburn Arena? You did. You did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, Neville like, we gotta stop the show right arena. now. Like I, I have gotten on to people for that. And I did I cannot believe I did that. I am it's so okay. sorry it's to okay. the Nevilles. I'm so sorry to the Nev. That's it's ne- Neville Cryptocurrency Arena, is what it will one day be. Neville so. Cryptocurrency Arena. That's just I cannot believe believe I did that. All right. So now that I've got to like reconcile with that, uh, we had the game with Georgia. More mm-hmm. on that, I'm sure, in a second. And then, obviously, yeah. the great response by Auburn against an Arkansas team. So I've kind of set the table for you in us trying to piece together where this program is at based on what has happened since last we talked to currently now. What do you make of it, Austin? Yeah, SEC play, right? Um, a, a good start in an exhilarating game tough game against Florida. I think we all knew it was going to be tough new coach for the Gators, but they've played Auburn tough every time, every time since Bruce has got here, it's been no surprise. Now they've got a Bruce disciple as their head coach, Todd golden, really great scene and emotional game for each of them. Um, who, who Todd talks about Bruce, like a father talks about Stephen Pearl as a brother. Um, just cool to see them kind of reunite. Uh, but Todd Golden's group gave Auburn everything they had and uh, almost came out of there with the win. Thankfully, you know, Auburn tied it up there at the end and then was able to um, break it up or uh, get a late, late layup by Wendell Green to kind of put it away. Um, so that was exciting, but still just a lack of offense that's hurt Auburn. And, and it eventually translated into the road game at Georgia. Just can't find a consistent offensive threat from really anybody. Um, and so that hurt Auburn a lot. Um, you know, we talk about how Florida's played Auburn hard since Bruce got here. Well, their coach was Mike White. He's now at Georgia. Uh, and that was no surprise either that they played Auburn really tough. And uh, they played a great game and, and beat Auburn soundly. So all that said, it was really important to see Auburn kind of rebound against a really tough Arkansas team. We all remember the game last year. It was talked about at length on the broadcast. That's kind of become a budding rivalry. The Muscleman versus Pearl story. Now, was that the, their Super Bowl? From what I'm told, that was their last Super year. Bowl. Yeah. Oh, well, apparently it was Auburn's Super Bowl this yeah, year. Yeah. So I just wanted to be clear for the Arkansas fans when the Super Bowl actually was for. Well, yeah, and when you win a big game, you know you usually tend to see what what it mattered to a team if they stormed the court. Auburn didn't storm the court when they beat Arkansas yesterday. You tell me, Wake Pootsies. Anyway, I don't. I don't know. I just all I know is my house smelled like some good old fried bacon last just night. Sizzling, crackling bacon. So but good. just a good response by Auburn inside Neville Arena. Um, that you know, people were wondering why is Auburn favored going in this game after what we just saw at Georgia. Well, Neville Arena provides that, and the students were back. School starts this week. Students were back in full force. Um, the, the the place was just packed. So. Awesome showing by Auburn. Hopefully that's something to build on. I think that's what they're going to have to be this year is with no offensive threat or established, really. It's going to have to – I've seen it described as a rock fight. It's going to have to be gritty defense, 
play hard, get your turnovers, and and make them make them foul you, and get to the bucket and uh, and try and stay in it to the very end. And uh, that's what they were able to do with Arkansas: hit shots from outside. That was encouraging to see because um, that's been a struggle. But um, you know, that's the roller coaster of Auburn mm-hmm. basketball is is up and down. And and so we'll see where they go from here. Hopefully, they just keep on going up. In trying to help other Auburn fans figure out what to make of this team because you've watched them, you know, first of all, take losses that were respectable, but then take Mm -hmm. one by a Georgia team that really isn't respectable most cases. But when you look at the Georgia team, the way they played and the way they've started the year, I haven't really looked in depth at their non-conference play. So I'm not going to sit here and say that they are better than expected, but when I watched them play, they actually looked like a competent team. You know, it's Mike white, you know, maybe underperformed a little bit at Florida, but he seems like he's got Bruce Pearl's number. So kind of taking that, do you think that the struggles that Auburn has seen or the up and down, I should say of sec play in three games is more so about Auburn having its own struggles or the sec just being that competitive this year. And I know it's early to make sure. that, but just based with, that's what this discussion is about is trying to assess where this basketball team is at this early in sec play. Sure. I, I don't want to be take the cop out and say both. Uh, I think that is part of it. But I'm going to say that, you know, this was a tough start to the SEC schedule for Auburn. And so I think when you look at that Florida game, that's a new coach, right? You look at the Georgia game, that's a new coach. Arkansas, they've kind of moved themselves into the upper echelon of the SEC in the last couple of years. I think that the fact that they were able to compete but each one has been relatively close, just shows the, the top to bottom in the SEC has, has shrunk a lot. Mm. It, and it's a much more even playing field than it was, you know, five, 10 years ago. Um, and so I think that's a huge part of it. I think we're going to have to see our teams that are going to be at the bottom. Vanderbilt's going to be at the bottom of the SEC. Um, you know, there's going to be teams that aren't as, or with new coaches that aren't as, accustomed to the SEC that are trying to figure it out. Mississippi State's one of those with a new coach who's kind of learning the the footprint of the conference. I think that those teams and how Auburn performs against those teams are going to tell us a little bit more about where they are as opposed to just the SEC as a whole. Um, But it's hard not to deny that there are struggles offensively for Auburn. There is no one they can go to at this point right now that you can just guarantee is going to give you the offensive output you want. Wendell Green has his moments, and when he's good, Auburn is very good. Yep. Uh, when he's struggling, Aub- Auburn struggles. And so that's the way of life being a point guard and of an elite team, and uh, and so that's what we're going to need out of him. I do think, and this is a tribute, or not a tribute, how should I say, a compliment to the jungle. Auburn's played three SEC games, and they've won two of them, and both of them have been inside Neville Arena. And that is something that when we look at, you know, is Auburn going to be up and down? That's a consistent that we can be sure of is the home court advantage they have in Neville Arena with the jungle at their, by their side and with people packing out that games. I don't care how many seats are in that arena. When it's that intimate of an atmosphere and the jungle is the way it is, Auburn can be in any game. It does not matter. I know how good Alabama looks. I know how good Tennessee usually plays Auburn. In Neville Arena, I'm hard-pressed not to take the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, I agree. There's a 27 home game win streak for a reason. Absolutely. Uh, Inside and outside of uh, conference and non-conference play. Uh, It is a dominant presence. It's it's the reason you you hear commentators night in and night out talking about it. So really, that's what's going to happen and what you should expect. Trying to 
you know, answer the question, what to make of this team at this point, probably going to be very successful at home. Not saying we're going to win every game, right? but one of your toughest tests, you just pass with flying colors. I mean, I mean, flying colors defensively and offensively when you take the whole season so far into perspective, that was a pretty good offensive game for us to go around. Absolutely. Uh, even only what was it 72 to 59 I think the final I score was so. yeah. which is a pretty average basketball score mm-hmm. to be honest with you when when both teams are just ba- one team didn't get above 60 I think if both teams get above 60 that's a pretty average basketball game if you see both teams getting up above 70 and you know maybe one pushing in the mid 80s that's kind of like all right we're scoring some more and then obviously you had those rare 90 and 100 point game scores so this team offensively let me just Make this clear for Auburn fans. It will be up and down the entire season. But what we have seen is how good this Auburn team can be, even with the struggles and inconsistency offensively, if I could talk. My goodness. But what happens when Katie Johnson finds his shot? What happens or continues to happen if Alan Flanagan continues his momentum that he's built? What happens if Trey Donaldson continues his progression? What happens if you want Trey Orr? Mm. figures himself out just even a little bit just 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 a little bit (laughs) like what the possibilities right here are endless and that's not me trying to set you all up for failure and say hey we're going to final four but what i'm telling you is this all of you that were getting very frustrated and i know some of you do it on social media just so you can get a reaction because you want to be social media famous but those of you that were like oh let's fire there was some of that believe it or not or bruce doesn't know what he's doing i'm like Guys, chill out. <laughs> this isn't a football season. One yes. loss doesn't just two loss, three losses, four losses, five losses do not destroy your season. It can alter your seating. This is a team that I think is very well poised to have a lot of success this year. We'll just have to wait and see. And obviously, we'll be updating you guys about it along the way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about Auburn Christmas gifts. It's yeah. our post-Christmas show, post-holiday show. And uh, I, I know this for the audio people. If you are not watching this live, you're not going to be able to get the full experience here because I'm actually going to do a little bit of show and tell, but I will describe oh, and Austin will describe what uh, he got for Christmas. Um, but that's what we figured we'd have some fun with, just talking about how all that went and anything that we got or experienced. So I'm going to do like the, the bo- not boring because I actually asked for these and I really wanted these. So as a, I'm trying to stay on screen while I'm doing this. So as a professed person of uh, Auburn fandom that uh, preaches that you need to value and love all things Auburn and Auburn sports, I made it my mission uh, to this year to make it a point that I'm going to find shirts for as many, if not all, of the programs other than hey, obviously yeah. football, obviously basketball. And I even have a baseball shirt too. I, I actually do have a closet full of shirts over there that y'all don't want to see me wear anymore. I, I wore, I wore some of them on previous live streams and I was like, no, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was too much, Kyle. That was just, that was, uh, that was pretty awful. And I, I can't believe that I even wore some of those back then. 
but let me let me give you one to start off with let's see uh, let's see if this is so you'll you can find these in the bookstore i actually asked for okay, the ones from the there bookstore. there's a plug since we talked about gymnastics all right there you go it's just the standard ob it's a gray t-shirt for those of you uh -huh. on audio with uh, auburn gymnastics and the logo below it and you can find one just like this for most most of the programs if not all of them but yeah, so that is my going to be my gymnastic shirt that i'll wear classic i like if, it i i have tickets for one meet but uh we'll see if i get into any others but i'll be wearing it there uh softball already got nice. one for that same so, same uh same look I like same it. look for all of that uh and that's that's all i've got right now but i think there are ones for equestrian i think i've mm -hmm. seen one for feel like there was a volleyball one um, but those were the two Truly. that I were going to be probably attending other than basketball the most, most recently or in the near future. So I wanted to have something to wear out there. So I would recommend you guys go to the bookstore if you haven't yeah. and get those. Um, if they still have any left, they were, they're good quality t-shirts. So those were uh, a gift from my mother, uh, that uh, I got. And so you did a good job there. So what, what you got before I show Fine my selection? Uh, all right. Well, here's one. I got my sister-in-law. Gave me this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna try and describe it as well. This is a Auburn Coca-Cola. It's got a nice picture of a uh, vintage Obby on it, and it's from the Sugar Bowl year, the 1983 SEC Championship year. And on the back, it's got the schedule. Yep. Uh, with with all the scores and the and this is actually I don't think my sister-in-law knew this. I think she just got it for me because she knew I would put this somewhere and. It fits perfectly in my backdrop here, exactly. but uh, this is my dad's senior year at Auburn. And so it's got a little bit of a sentimental value too. And uh, my father-in-law asked me what, what I think it would taste like if I opened it. And I'm just not going to find out, but um, I've, I've always, always wondered that my dad um, actually, I wonder if I still have it here. Or not. My dad used to have one of those or similar to that. And mm -hmm. I always asked him, I was like, why don't dad, when I was younger, why yeah. don't you open it up? <laughs> And take a sip out of it. He's like, son, if you open and drink this thing, you'd probably be going to the hospital. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, there's there's negative carbonation in this, and there's just no telling. It's just but sugar it's, fermenting in there. Exactly. There's a antique store locally in Auburn, though, Angels Antiques, uh, if you're in town. Just a so much fun place to, to walk around and, and find weird stuff. But there were so many of these in random booths before christmas and i was just like man i should get one and i was like i'm not gonna get one of those i don't need one of those and then my sister-in-law got it for me and i'm so glad that she did so it goes perfectly in my backdrop here and uh adds a little little sentimental value yep uh i will also plug you know there's several other um no i was what am i thinking of uh thrift stores of like that mm -hmm. in Auburn, but irondale pickers up in birmingham i have found some great items up there it's a humongous with like little massive stuff like that yeah so if you want to go find your own personal auburn items there like i found an old um and my brother-in-law actually ended up buying it a pamphlet of like the 1920s auburn handbook thing oh he, yeah he that's had. cool so like you can find that signed auburn footballs just other knickknack things up there so if you need gift ideas for the future for mm -hmm. christmas or birthdays whatever holidays for that i've got one you have another item or uh mine is it's harder to describe to those that aren't watching but all these newspaper frames behind me i got for chris i've had these newspapers and random things i wanted to put on the wall but i got got some frames for them. And so I've been setting them up on the wall all day. I've got 
few national championship ones and the the bottom ones are all iron bowl wins but my grandmother has been saving newspaper clippings for me for since i started at auburn so i've got my kick six one my 2017 one and 2019 iron bowl front pages behind me now and uh i like those a lot i've been working on a back kyle if you watch our live stream you know that slow progression of Austin's kind of studio (laughs) backdrop a lot of things have looked differently over the last three six four six months but now I feel like I'm in a good place I feel comfortable it's no it's still nowhere near Kyle's but uh I'm I'm liking where we're at now these days I still got my floating helmet and I'm happy with that listen if you if you only had that that's (laughs) enough like the amount of times I get lost in there it's like you know whenever I look over back there if everybody sees me doing that squirrel that's that's me looking at the at the spinny helmet. So yes, uh, Kyle has been having some fun and adding little things in there. So hopefully Disney doesn't yeah. get mad at us for ag- adding that in there. But I did it anyway. <laughs> so you never know, Austin, when I might throw some of those things. Yeah, up on, that kind of scared you. me. Did it scare you a little bit? <laughs> I was just like, oh no, what happened? Oh, I oh I planned that. I, yeah. You don't know how long I've been sitting here waiting for a moment to push one of those things that was it so that was it well show us i know you've got something well you've been you've been hyping up here well okay but let me let me do this probably boring thing for the fans but this is more of an e2c network auburn related thing and i'll be honest with you it may end up not working for our setup here at e2c network central but we're always working on our backdrops and lighting and stuff here I got some new oh, things yeah. uh, for light bars and stuff. I, I don't know the more I think about my li- So you guys are like, that's not even Auburn related. It's Auburn related because it's about E2C network stuff. Exactly. So we're going to work on it. If it doesn't work out in this particular room that I'm in, I just get something for my, the back of my TV to you know, light up my TV when yeah, that's I'm watching go. football games. So, all right, this is the thing that I got for this Christmas that I was not anticipating. My mom is always very good about surprising me sometimes with Auburn things. This year, she did this for myself and my brothers and their schools that they now claim, or at least I've revoked their Auburn cards. You're not getting it back, by the way, Caleb and Carson. Um, but it was an odd item, but I kind of love it now because I. the big thing about this backdrop back here is it's hard to make it Christmassy. And you guys have seen you know, this little uh-huh. truck thing with the Christmas tree, which you can't see in the shot that much right now. The Christmas lights that I don't have turned on, we're about to take them down. But we now have, if y'all have been watching some of the videos, oh, Auburn Santa statue. Wow. I don't <laughs> I, I, I pulled it down. I was like, wow, I'm not I didn't know I was getting this, but now I love it because it's it's been sitting here in the back in the video. So from now on, Check ETC Network out. Central, it's an Auburn Santa suit. Well, an Auburn Santa in an Auburn suit, and then he's got his little Auburn bag and now did she jingle all the way? make this buy this no no this is a like they had they make them for each school i think or several oh. of the schools like they had a baylor one they had a uh-huh. um S- excuse me smu one I think, my mom will you know, love that you shouted yeah. out baylor yeah you know, uh, no, well no, how about no that to it. so <laughs> that that's my uh that's my christmas haul i feel like there was something i'm missing but that's that yeah. was my auburn stuff i didn't ask for a lot of auburn stuff this year but that that's what i got well, that's pretty good. That's a good haul. I feel like I'm missing something, too. We got a lot of baby stuff, um, and my dad has given us lots of Auburn baby clothes already, non-Christmas, but uh, I can't. I feel like I'm missing something, too, but that's a good haul for both of us, and yep. uh, and bo- and it sounds like a lot of it will benefit uh, the live show on E2C uh, for the Auburn experience, so if where, you're not where, watching live, you, you, you don't know what we're talking about. Visually, now, listen. But- 
you audio people, we love you you being there. Of and because you're helping power that part of that we need to grow as well. But we'd love for you to come spend some time over here with us live. It's a yeah. different experience. That's why we provide both things for you in case you just want to, for some odd reason, I don't know why you would, but I hope you do. Go listen There's to it There's a floating helmet. There's a floating helmet on here, folks. What else do you need? We talk about potpourri. We talk about basketball. We talk about Christmas Santa. What else do you need on a podcast about the Auburn experience? So that's a, that's our show. Uh, getting back from the Christmas holidays. It's good to be back in the saddle and uh, hopefully getting a, a regular updates to you each and every week going forward. Austin, on your way out, where can they find you? Oh, find me at Austin G. Scott. I'll be there and uh, following along with all the various Auburn athletic events we got going in Auburn time. Good luck to our students. If you're listening on the way back to school, uh, you know, hope, hope the seniors that are in their last semester, just, just embrace every second of it. It'll, uh, it'll go don't, by don't, too Don't too listen. Quick. We had a good inning. Now you're going to make it sad. Don't do that. Don't it's do not that. sad. It's just bittersweet, sentimental. Before he makes me cry on here. Uh, with that being said, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Kyle, Lam- Kyle Lamas, Kyle Loomis, Kyle twenty four. Yeah, I need to get out of here. Probably ruin the end of the show. You, you almost ruined it. Now I'm in. I'm now I'm ruining it. The end of this thing. Thank you guys for tuning into the show, the Auburn Experience episode eighteen in the books. Till we talk to you again, War Eagle, War Eagle.